Life Drawing in the Age of COVID-19. Update. As per the wishes of the person who's commissioned this piece, I've changed the images and names for greater privacy. This article has been made by commission. I am not the tech-savvy character Alan is. Me. Bear with me. I've got a download. Alan. Thumbs up. He asked me for my help because he knows me from when I was hosting life-drawing events from above a bar back when bars were still open. Alan is the kind of model who does it because he loves being drawn, and he wasn't going to let a lockdown stop him from doing what he loves. He asked me to act as an artist's eye to see whether this program was going to work. I thought it would be something like my memory of Skype from when I last used it ten years ago. As I opened the program, I noticed a darkness about the whole thing, with a requirement that I sign up for a room. Alan gave me all of the details I needed to continue, and following that, I had to be okay with showing my face on camera. Once in the room, I was immediately greeted with Alan floating in the nothingness of a starless space. Me. I've got to familiarize myself with this. While I looked around the area, speculating on what the tabs on the top right and the icons on the left side do, Alan casually tinkered with the different settings, changing the background from a calming beach to an active volcano, then putting an unnerving mask filter over his face for the fun of it. He was trying different effects to imagine how to make his online life-drawing events more interesting for everyone, producing his own one-man show. That show has gone on every Tuesday for over a year now, evolving from the early days of when he casually strolled onto a few cameras with a Corona beer in his hand against the backdrop of crashing waves on a warm beach shore, to now having up to six different camera angles with an occasional guest model accompanying him. At the start of this pandemic in mid-March of 2020, I had heard a swell of voices from all kinds of media talking about Zoom. There was an undercurrent in all this buzz that Zoom would be the savior of the professional meeting room during lockdown. Seeing as though I was not part of that crowd, I didn't think that I would ever use it. My loner self did not consider the strong need for people of all different backgrounds to at least see another person if they could not be in another person's presence, as well as the fierce backlash against the foreboding feeling of loss that lockdowns would cause strengthening the collective will to overcome adversity by living as normal of a way as could be mustered. Thus began a huge influx of diverse applications. Zoom yoga classes, Zoom parties, Zoom cooking, Zoom therapy sessions. A platform designed for board meetings became a platform used to stave off a zeitgeist of grief for millions of lives being put on hold, and became the only way for the relationship between artist and model to prevail. Think God for the internet, I thought to myself, thinking of how things could have gone the way of the Spanish flu of the late 1910s, when life drawing was limited on what the artist could see in their mirror, like Edvard Munch did as he struggled to recover from the widespread disease, or limited to who you were shut in with, which was no more tragically illustrated than with Egon Shelley's drawing of his wife on her deathbed. He would join her in the great unknown three days after her passing. It is only with this tool of mass communication and our full range of technology that the art world could go on in some way, allowing for a sense of camaraderie and support under a dire situation. Not to suggest that things are better, 
There is still nothing like seeing a model in person, but there's definitely something different about it that is pretty appealing. It combines all of the control that technology allows for with the casual atmosphere of get-together with friends. To add to that, the ease of it might be something that carries on even after we can all meet in person again. Let me run down for you why that is. Multiple Camera Angles Having more than one camera on a model is the norm in Zoom life drawing and a really great advantage in comparison to in-person life drawing. No longer do I have to beat other artists to a good spot, throwing elbows to secure my place between people on either side of me who want to squeeze in because why the hell is this studio so small? Instead, I just pin the position I want without resorting to telepathic violence against my peers. I can see everything clearly, too. Never have I been put in the predicament where I need to buy opera glasses because my eyes are seven meters away from the model and I can't see the details of their toes. Sometimes it's an embarrassment of riches. When Alan first opened his life drawing event, I had the ability to choose from three differently positioned cameras. The available angles would gradually evolve to six. A top-down cam, a bottom-up cam, three different cameras around the body, and an artist-controlled cam, of which I've used regularly to ensure Alan's feet and head are within the frame. Having that degree of control removes the irate huffs in the air that I've heard many a time from artists angry that they're forced to draw foreshortening. Now the only huffs I hear are from people having a bad drawing day, of which I'm completely guilty of doing. Screenshot Added to the technology bit is the ability to screenshot the event at any point. Now, this is very much dependent upon what the model allows. Alan is a model who is completely accepting of being photographed. But, dear reader, it is always a good idea to ask before you do so. And, once permission is granted, you will be able to take a picture of a single position that fills your screen. Or a picture of a single position in multiple camera angles which is a hell of a way to ensure that your anatomy makes sense. No instructor. Good! No offense to instructors, but they can carry a lot of pressure with them. I don't want to draw or paint anything that conforms with the standards I've been taught decades ago. I want to build a man that looks like a spaceship, or a dog, or a spaceship dog. If I'm getting bored because I haven't changed my medium or my method in a while, I want to be able to do some weird shit in order to keep myself interested without judgment. I'll return to the instructor when I feel like having a refresher. Compare and contrast. A particularly charming part of Zoom life drawing is at the end, when everyone shows their work to the group. Because more than one artist can pin the same camera angle, I can see other artists show their perspective on the same thing I drew. How wildly we can vary making our strengths and weaknesses more pronounced by comparison, and may have elicited a bit of envy in me at times. I struggle with my proportions. Casual Atmosphere Truly, the greatest relief of this whole event is the casualness about it. There have been times when I've accidentally overslept, been startled awake by the time, and just rolled out of bed to get my iPad as soon as I could, trying to act like a professional once I got on Zoom. I'm sure I made good drawings and was fully cognizant when I got there. The other artists wearing pajamas didn't complain. 
It can get too serious for us scribblers sometimes, trying so hard to learn to improve and forgetting how to have a good time doing it. In the pandemic era, such seriousness only compounds the anxiety of a world in turmoil. Release it. Admit to your anxieties. Make some jokes. Have some fun. And oh, do the models appreciate a bit of fun. Alan in particular has dressed up as a Spartan, complete with a t-shirt that is covered in an image of a strong man's torso, whom never had to worry about the plight of gaining COVID weight, with giant pecs and washboard abs. That shirt makes a regular appearance at his online events. And everyone loves it. Did it work? Did Zoom save us all from the feelings of loss and loneliness? I don't think so. Throughout this pandemic, I could hear the pangs of those on social media falling apart, crying just for a hug from someone they miss dearly. Zoom gave us all this synthetic feel of a company we needed to not fall into despair, which we were not fooled by. And although the fabrication didn't hold up, it did succeed in engaging us in ways that before we'd think are only in the realm of being in person. Adaptation under lockdown has shown us alternatives that in some cases have more benefits than what is traditional, and has saved us from cultural stagnation. It is my hope that Zoom life drawing continues long after the pandemic, for all the reasons I've listed above, but also to be a shining light of an otherwise dark era by simply being that adaptation. In spite of a life reminiscent of the restrictive Spanish flu, we continue on, making great art. If you'd like to take part in Alan's weekly Zoom Life Drawing event, click on the link below. It will take you to his Buy Me a Coffee, where for $5 you'll be able to participate in one of his two-hour events, or $25 if you'd rather spend an hour with Alan on your own instead of taking the risk of running into my half-awake mug. Take part in what I hope will be a new evolution of the centuries-old tradition. Note. The Buy Me a Coffee site is now defunct. Sorry about that.